seldom is brought up by dead people. And there's a story that I wrote when I was a very young writer called How to Sell the Ponty Bridge, a fantasy story inspired by a man named Count Victor Lustig, who really did sell the Eiffel Tower in much the same way, and who died in Alcatraz prison some years later. There are a couple of slightly scary stories, and a couple of mostly funny ones, and a bunch of them that aren't quite one thing or another, but I hope you'll like them anyway. When I was a boy, Ray Bradbury picked stories from his books of short stories he thought younger readers might like, and he published them as R is for Rocket and S is for Space. Now I was doing the same sort of thing, and I asked Ray if he'd mind if I called this book M is for Magic. He didn't. M is for Magic. All the letters are, if you put them together properly. You can make magic with them and dreams, and I hope even a few surprises. The Case of the Four and Twenty Blackbirds I sat in my office, nursing a glass of hooch and idly cleaning my automatic. Outside the rain fell steadily, like it seems to do most of the time in our fair city, whatever the tourist board says. Heck, I didn't care. I'm not on the tourist board. I'm a private dick, and one of the best, although you wouldn't have known it. The office was crumbling, the rent was unpaid, and the hooch was my last. Things are tough all over. To cap it all, the only client I'd had all week never showed up on the street corner where I'd waited for him. He said it was going to be a big job, but now I'd never know. He kept a prior appointment in the morgue. So when the dame walked into my office, I was sure my luck had changed for the better. What are you selling, lady? She gave me a look that would have induced heavy breathing in a pumpkin, and which shot my heartbeat up to three figures. She had long, blonde hair, and a figure that would have made Thomas Aquinas forget his vows. I forgot all mine about never taking cases from dames. What would you say to some of the green stuff? She asked in a husky voice, getting straight to the point. Continue, sister. I didn't want her to know how bad I needed the dough, so I held my hand in front of my mouth. It doesn't help if a client sees you salivate. She opened her purse and flipped out a photograph, glossy eight by ten. Do you recognize that man? In my business, you know who people are. Yeah. He's dead. I know that too, sweetheart. It's old news. It was an accident. Her gaze went so icy you could have chipped it into cubes and cooled a cocktail with it. My brother's death was no accident. I raised an eyebrow, you need a lot of arcane skills in my business, and said, your brother, eh? Funny, she hadn't struck me as the type that had brothers. I'm Jill Dumpty. So your brother was... Humpty Dumpty. 
And he didn't fall off that wall, Mr. Horner. He was pushed. Interesting, if true. Dumpty had his finger in most of the crooked pies in town. I could think of five guys who would have preferred to see him dead than alive without trying. Without trying too hard, anyway. You seen the cops about this? Nah, the king's men aren't interested in anything to do with his death. They say they did all they could do in trying to put him together again after the fall. I leaned back in my chair. So what's it to you? Why do you need me? I want you to find the killer, Mr. Horner. I want him brought to justice. I want him to fry like an egg. Oh, and one other little thing, she added lightly. Before he died, Humpty had a small manila envelope full of photographs he was meant to be...